0: In Advent, we remember a God who submits to the body of a woman, a woman whose body is capable of holding and growing the divine. Let this be our reminder. The path to liberation is embodied. When God comes, let us meet God in our bodies. Amen. That reflection was written by Cole Arthur Riley, who shares this through her Instagram account, Black Liturgies. She also wrote a book called This Here Flesh. She writes from her experience as a black woman in her body and what it has taught her about God. I was told that this is the theme here at Trinity for Advent asking people to share what it is like to live in their body and what it has taught them about God. I love your podcast, Advent Calendar, that lets you open a new podcast each day with a different person sharing their perspective on Advent for every body. What is it like to live in your body? And what has it taught you about God? I will admit to you that I love this question for everyone who has so bravely and thoughtfully shared their experiences. And I hate it for myself. (laughs) It seems so incredibly personal Sure, I can tell you some of what it feels like to me to live in my body, like right now. I can tell you that it feels a little vulnerable in this pulpit. You feel far away, and my body, I feel lonely. But what would it mean for me to try and provide for you an understanding of what it is really like for me in my body? I wonder if this is something that Nathan and Shanna and Matthew are attempting to get at with this question. Like maybe if we can hear more about what it is like for other people in their bodies, it could change how we see other people in their bodies. Like if you hear that it is vulnerable and lonely to preach up here about something personal, you can send me some compassion from that awareness. Much of what it is like to live in my body is to be seen for something that I am not. You add on my given name of Christopher, and there seems to be very little chance of seeing me for who I am. To live in my body is to feel misinterpreted, feared, vulnerable, and disappointing. My body and style preferences don't seem to match people's idea of what a woman looks like. And so my gender is misinterpreted. And I have been questioned and yelled at at women's bathrooms most of my life. When I'm seen as a dyke, that can create fear. And sometimes it makes me live in my own fear of being seen. The relentless violence against queer bodies makes me feel vulnerable. And when I am assumed to be transgender by someone who is hopeful has seen me as someone who can share their journey, I disappoint them as that has not been my journey. And when I hold these truths of my experience, there are times when it is anxious in my body. Times I don't want to be in certain rooms. Ways I have tried to change my appearance and adapt to fit in a room with a norm that is not mine. And this, this is when I have learned the most about God. God is persistent in making me unbearably uncomfortable if I try to be anything but who I am. I am a lesbian, and what it is like to live in my body is to feel strong and athletic, handsome, and perpetually excited about the next dance party. (laughs) Which is what this third Sunday of Advent is all about. I'm here to rejoice with you. We are intended to take a break from the more reverent practices of the season and rejoice in the nearness of the embodiment of God in the Incarnation. Pink takes the place of blue this Sunday. The tone shifts to encourage us to keep going. Some of you are wearing pink. Nathan is still waiting for someone to hear he wants pink vestments. So bad. bad. If you didn't hear that, Nathan wants pink vestments. I got you. Gaudete Sunday comes from the letter of the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, and when we hear Mary's song, the Magnificat. Do you remember when Mary sings? When she's visited, after she is visited by the angel Gabriel, when she's visiting her cousin Elizabeth. I have probably read or heard this story of Mary going to her cousin's house over 50 times, and yet it never struck me that Mary went with haste. It did not occur to me that Mary may have been afraid, terrified even, and was fleeing in hopes of finding a safe place to be, a welcome. After an angelic conversation with Gabriel and saying yes to bearing God's son, I mean, what could she possibly be afraid of? That this news she brings might come as a surprise to someone? That not everyone will believe an unwed teenage girl immaculately conceived a son who will completely transform the world? (laughs) Not everyone was eager to throw their arms around her blessed body and offer her an embrace. Not everyone opened their doors, and offered her a place to stay. Of course, she left with haste. And as it would be, she was greeted with exactly what she needed. A warm, celebratory embrace. A blessing, a welcome. And you see, welcome unlocks the hopes and dreams that we hold so tightly, almost in secret, in fear that they won't be realized. Welcome invites us to show up and not be afraid that we will be turned away when our full selves are revealed. And what does Mary do? when she is given the welcome and blessing from Elizabeth, when she is granted permission to lay her burdens down, when she believes that there will be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by God, she sings. What did it mean to be in Mary's body, to be seen, to be chosen? To hold God. How did the world around her treat her? With judgment, whispers, and fear. But God, God saw faithfulness. God saw courage. God saw strength, and God saw beauty. And when she is welcomed as the person God created and called her to be. Her soul proclaims the greatness of God. What happens when queer bodies are seen, welcomed, and loved? It's like the waters breaking forth in the wilderness. When trans bodies are seen, welcomed and loved, it's like the crocus that shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. When indigenous bodies are seen, welcomed and loved, it's like streams in the desert. When black bodies are seen, welcomed and loved, sorrow and sign shall flee away and they shall obtain everlasting joy and gladness what it is like when your body is seen, and welcomed, and loved. For Advent is for every body. And every body is waiting and wanting to be seen, welcomed, and loved. So rejoice. Be glad, for when God comes, we can meet God in our bodies. Amen.